Welcome to How We Grow, an essential playbook to grow and scale your vacation rental business with advice and insights from the best in the biz with your host, Linnell Gordon. Welcome to How We Grow, the vacation rental show. And this morning, I'm really excited to have Tom Goodwin on. He is incredibly experienced in vacation rentals. He has a company business, been there for 50 years or so. He's run very large companies. He is extraordinarily experienced in taking care of customers. And Tom, we're really excited to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm glad to join you. So we want to start out by telling a story about a homeowner and a guest. So let's talk about which do you want to start with your guest or your homeowner? Well, let's start with the homeowner. And I guess I would just say it collectively as homeowners. Ah. (laughs) Something that we do and have done in our company for years. We're 50 years old. My in-law started the business, Mount Laurel Chalets in Gatlinburg in 1972. That's beautiful. And I married into the family 30 years ago. So I've been involved that whole time as a a homeowner with my wife and also just interested in the family business. But for years and years and years, we have every April gathered all of our homeowners together for an annual meeting and dinner. Wow. So we have awards, we have a wonderful meal updates, marketing updates, question answers. And so we'd have 50 homeowners in the same room and would open it up to questions and answers. So I love it because they're part of our business, but they're part of our family business Mm -hmm. and we invite them in. So, so many of these owners have been with us for decades and uh, have then given their homes to their children. And then their children are involved with as well. And then their children build new homes and join our program. But we just really consider them family. And in fact, all of our homeowners have our cell phone numbers. They have connection with us. We respond to them quickly. I think that is the most important thing that we can do as professional property managers is honor that relationship with our homeowners as our key significant investors. And they need communication. And we need to have mm-hmm. those lines open. So, you know, we take care of their homes. We make sure all their maintenance is done with their homes, but we also get involved in their lives. So recently, one of our homeowners, Pam, had blockage in her heart. Her husband called our office to let us know we're a company of faith. So she said, pray for Pam. So we all got on our company text message and, you know, praying for Pam and following up with her. But this is happens over and over. And we had a homeowner that sold us home two years ago. The home came up at a great price. He'd been with us for 40 years. His daughter was always letting us know when he was had some ailments or had some concerns that we could join with them and be involved. So they've been off our program for two years, but we're still talking to Bill and we're still engaged with him. So you make friends with your homeowners. You have a very personal touch. And you know what? That is a great piece of advice for people that are starting a business in vacation rentals. I think there's two pieces that you've just said, but let's talk about the first. You said that you really nurture your homeowners. You actually create a awards. Tell me about the awards. Oh, well, we have some homeowners that will really engage with us on social media or they will place their property on their own Facebook page and link it to our to our reservation account. So we gave an award for best social media connections well, or phenomenal. Yeah. the most visited page on our website as far as the home. So people were kind of competitive about that. We just simply went into our Google and analytics and said, this is the home that's getting the most visits on our website. 
We do a lot of improvements in the home. So we have a full contracting company as well. And so we give awards for home improvements, furniture upgrades, renovations, and we show before and after (laughs) pictures. That only esteems the homeowner, but then helps our other homeowners jump over the ledge and think, how can I make these same improvements to our home? We have a commemorative award called the Dot and Ralph Egley Memorial Award. And that is for the homeowner that embraces our core values. And our three core values are we believe that family matters. We believe in exceeding expectations. And we believe we're generous stewards. And those are values that are a part of our family and we're the legacy that I've inherited as a part of our family business. And every year we give out a Dot and Ralph Egley, our founders, memorial award to one of our homeowners. And so that's a very coveted recognition. And uh, we've done that for 10 years. And so we have 10 award winners that have received. That is beautiful. I think the second thing I wanted to bring up from what you said was it's personal. So, I mean, you're nurturing your homeowners and look, those awards are brilliant because I can see, especially the one for the improvement, that's phenomenal because a lot of times that's like pulling teeth to get the homeowners to actually update their house when there's an issue or whether there's not an issue either way to get them updated is sometimes very difficult. So having an award is really smart. Tell me about your guests. Well, this is really the heart and soul behind who we are. For 50 years, we have cultivated relationships generation over generation over generation with guests. Repeat guests then, huh? Yes. So I would guess that north of 40 to 50% of our guests are repeat guests. Wow. We have 2,300 family units that have stayed with us five or more times. And they're part of our Family First program. So they are in the Family First program. So they get a few benefits, but mostly they get the recognition of being a part of the Mount Laurel Chalet's Family First program. They get a free gift every time they arrive. They can book out a year in advance and only pay one night deposit. If they stay for seven nights, they're only holding that house with a one night deposit. So there's some benefits involved with that. The rest is due 30 days before they come in? Two weeks before they come in. Two weeks, okay. So they're a pretty guaranteed source of revenue and also trusted guests that we love to tell our owners that 20% of our guests that are staying in our homes have stayed with us five or more times. And in this day and age, to be able to filter your guests that way is really significant. And those are raving fans that then go on to tell their friends and their other family members, and they all become a part of the Family First program. That's beautiful. This episode of How We Grow is brought to you by Blue Tent. Blue Tent is proud to offer digital marketing solutions for vacation rental professionals. Expand your visibility to new travelers and book more guests with a team of Bluetent. Featuring direct booking sites, email marketing, digital marketing, channel management, and more. Discover what Bluetent can do for your short-term rentals at bluetent.com. Let me ask you this question. And sometimes it's hard, but what's the one piece of advice that you would give to property managers to help them grow. I know that you obviously maintain your growth in a certain way. Otherwise you'd just be big. And especially after that length of time, you've had lots of opportunity to grow. So it seems to me like you're having strategic growth. Is that correct? Yes. I would have to explain some of the history. When I took over running, managing the company, we had two companies that were one that was kind of a value level home 
Mm-hmm. And then we have Mount Laurel Chalet. So we uh-huh. merged both of them and we went from 180 properties to 120. We had criteria that homes had to meet and owner criterias. And so there were about 60 homes that weren't meeting that criteria. And so we grew by reducing. And when we look at how do you grow by reducing, we went from 180 homes to 120. We increased our revenues 35%. I know, yes. We decreased our headaches, <laughs> you know, things that were consuming our time and forcing us to have a lot more employees to handle problem cases. Then in 2016, you may be aware that Gatlinburg had significant fires, lost yes. 500 buildings, is specifically targeted the one neighborhood where all of our homes were. So we lost 50% of our business in one night. So we went down to 50 properties in one night from 100. Wow. So that was six years ago. And you think, oh, it's a great opportunity just to you know scale it up and grow like mad, grow like crazy. And what we have chosen to do is scale it to a level that we can maintain our quality. And you know we want to be profitable. So we don't want to just grow to grow and have debt. So we have no debt and we have great growth and it's been slow and steady. So we're about 70 properties now and still all of our employees and making sure that they have a great uh, viable job and a contribution and, and giving back to the community. So your question initially was how, what piece of advice, advice would you give? I think you really need to, anyone that's beginning their business needs to be grounded in their core values. And I think that is essential because I think our core values for us as a company guide everything that we do. Uh, they guide how we treat our employees, our guests, our homeowners, how we handle finances, how we respond in marketing, what's our integrity and our values really ground us. And so if your values is, I just want to make a quick buck and I want to get rich quick, then live according to that value and run your business, you know, like that. That's not Mm -hmm. something I would recommend, but there are business models that would help accomplish that. If your core values are, I want to have a significant impact in this community and the environment and the relationships that I'm having, then you really need to steward your efforts in that direction. I think you have to have more than just wanting to make money. (laughs) There has to be a deeper why as to what you're doing, because you can make money in a lot of opportunities and vacation rentals right now is the sexy place to be. It's everyone overnight. I can make a million bucks. It's hard, hard work. And that will change in 18 months or three years or six years that won't change is what are your core values? What are the things that are most important to you? And I encourage anyone in any type of business to really get honest with themselves and go into the deeper why questions in their life and think, okay, why am I here? What do I want to do? What's the impact do I want to have? And then form your business around those core values. That's great advice. It is. And culture is so very important. I have a friend of mine who has a very large, large property management company, and it it encompasses many states and countries, actually. And that's what they're all about, is core values and culture. And they've grown from that. And his passion is helping people, period. And you can see that in how he's grown his business. So I agree with you 100%. That's great advice. You can spot those people out a mile away. I think I know what you're talking about. When you have that grounding and when you're really established in that, you're not a fly by night. You're going to weather the storms. You're going to weather the difficulties and you're going to be investing in people, which is your greatest resource. That's right. Exactly. So he's he invests in a ton of training. 
because of that. He wants everybody to understand and make sure they are fit. If you could give one piece of advice for something that I'm not going to say a mistake, but we know that we grow. The only time we grow, and I try to tell this to, to my son, you know, when you grow from a mistake, don't beat yourself up about it, but it's the only way you can grow. You don't grow without making mistakes. And as young people, we know that as we get older, we see that. So what's the one thing that you would do a little differently now in your vacation rentals that you might give advice to someone who is maybe making that mistake now? My executive coach always tells me, Tom, hope is not a strategy. (laughs) And then I follow that up with reality is your friend, you know? (laughs) So I think when you're running a business, you need to look at what is the financial impact and how is, how's your cash flow? And so many of us are altruistic and visionaries and would make a difference in people's lives. That's true. You have no no cash to do that. Look at the P&L occasionally is what you're saying. Yes. uh, Weekly. A strong eye on your financials, pay someone to accommodate you. If that's a weakness for you, don't ignore the financial reality because it will sink your ship. You know, we faced a fire. We lost 50% of our business. We had different situations that threw us for a curve. But if you don't have a strong sense of grounding and where you are financially, then the rug will be taken out from underneath you and then you won't have a leg to stand on. So it's very important. I think I do have three daughters that have CPAs. I am not financially, I've grown. <laughs> Last 10 years, I feel like I've gotten an MBA of understanding business financials, but it's mm-hmm. because I brought experts alongside me and people that are much more gifted and talented in that and ask the hard questions. And do remember that truth and reality is your friend. <laughs> you know, this is really interesting because almost everyone that I've had on my podcast, almost every single one, now you've said two important things. You said, make sure you pay attention to financial health. The second thing you said is, if you're not good at it, bring someone else in. That piece of advice is the most common piece of advice that very successful people like yourself have been giving to people who are just starting. If you don't do it well, hire someone else that does it well. So I am really excited to have had you here. Is there anything else that you think perhaps that your company does incredibly well that you'd like to share? Sure. I think that we're always thinking of new iterations of how can we tell a better story. And in light of the market, you can have great pictures on your website and you can pay all the Google AdWords that you want. But what it really comes down to is telling a story that resonates with the hearts of people. And that story begins before they're looking at you at booking, but it also travels with them throughout your entire booking experience. And so we're always looking for opportunities to engage with the story behind the face. So everyone has a drama that's going on in their life. (laughs) And uh, there's always a story to tell. And I think they're oftentimes beautiful stories. And so how we can tell our Mount Laurel story is important, but also engage with other people's stories. So we invest a lot in marketing and creative ideas to do that. Right now, we're in the middle of a holiday card contest. So friends share their Christmas cards. Oh, that's beautiful. Cards with each other. So we have asked all of our friends to send us their Christmas card or their Hanukkah card or their holiday card. And they'll be entered into a raffle to win a free two-night stay. We are getting dozens of cards every day. 
And this is my this is my wife's idea. She said, "Well, they're part of the family, so we share our cards." So every year we hang up all of our holiday cards and all the doorways of our home. And we're doing the same thing at our office. And so it, it kills a lot of birds with one stone. It makes people feel apart, but we're getting their photos. We're Aww. getting their names. We're entering them. We're clarifying that they were a part of this program. We're sending them our Christmas card. So there's mm-hmm. that heart to heart connection. So always look for opportunities to humanize this business and to personalize it. And I think that's what the great opportunity we have in hospitality. It's the opportunities are endless of how we can engage with people's stories and with their journeys. So always look for opportunities to do that. And we try to do that just through our storytelling on our social media posts and our blog posts. And so I think there's always opportunity to grow in that, but that's something I, I love that is a part of our brand. Okay. Now that's a beautiful picture to end with because in my family, we as well would hang up all of our holiday cards. We would hang them across the fireplace and across the doorways as well. And it's a beautiful reminder of friends and family at holiday time. So that's a beautiful picture. Thank you so much, Tom, for sharing. I'm really grateful to have you on the show and I hope that you'll come back and offer some advice another time. Okay, I'd be happy to. This episode of How We Grow was brought to you by Blue Tent Marketing. To find out more about how Blue Tent Marketing can help grow your vacation rental business, visit bluetent.com. Make sure to search for How We Grow in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found, and hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. On behalf of the team here at Inhabit, thanks for listening.